Hello, I'm here with Dan Hyman. Uh, we're about to do a, a jiu-jitsu class at Stout Training Pittsburgh, but uh, Dan's going to teach. If you guys, just, just to kind of introduce him, Dan wrestled at Lehigh. He was an EIWA champ uh, in 2002, and he since then he's gone on to, he's trained, for, he, first of all, he trained jiu-jitsu. He went with me to Brazil. Uh, he kind of set that trip up and, and uh, just kind of continued training the whole time since then but uh what dan's mostly known for now is he's he's been very successful in the fine and the finance investment world and uh i just wanted to do a quick podcast with him to talk a little bit about um i think i think it's 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 not a secret but it's it's something that's helped me uh think about you know how to how to reach my goals and things like that whether it's jujitsu or anything else um so uh Welcome, Dan. Thanks, Warren. Really cool to be at your gym here in Pittsburgh. It's uh, it's amazing what you've what you created. A great group of people and well, it's facilities. yeah, it's uh, it wouldn't have wouldn't have wouldn't have been here if, if uh, you know all those years back we wouldn't have you know gotten together and met. So I think that's one thing uh, to to think about. That's a takeaway from me is just the people that you meet. A lot of times are are you know you're focused on this and maybe worried about different things like um you know maybe i'm not improving in jiu-jitsu but or i'm not not getting the success i wanted but a lot of times it's the people you meet along the way that that really uh that have made a difference for me and dan's probably the number one example of that for me uh and that's why i wanted to ask um we've had com- uh, several conversations over you know a lot of years and one thing that stuck out to me i i, I want to i'm not i'm not going to say this right and that's i'm glad i have you here so you can kind of say it in your words but you you once told me about that you didn't feel that you were maybe the smartest person, you know, talking about fin- in the finance world, uh, maybe not the most creative in some ways, but you, you put in like more work. And the way you kind of said that, I mean, everybody says that, that's almost like a cliche, but h- how did you put that? You put it like, you know, if you work a little bit more than somebody, you know, the, the, everybody's pretty similar, right? You kind of feel like that. The, the gap is not that big between people and, if, and you can use a, a work ethic to, to bridge that gap and get better better than other people is that how how would you put that that's exactly right and you know if you, you know and this is a belief but i think like people are are capable of more than they think they're capable of as a starting point and then i generally believe that the gap between people between someone who's really smart and someone who's kind of average just isn't that wide and you can make up for a lot of that occasionally you get those rare individuals who combine hard work with sheer brilliance and they create lightning in a bottle or something truly unique. But if, if you want to compete at a high level, there's little things that you can do that can make up for a lot of ground. If you just have a baseline level of either athletic ability in sport or, uh, or, or, or mental capacity in school. But for me, um, you know, just kind of doing just the basic math of, uh, you know, if I showed up for work and I got there an hour before somebody, and I left work, and I left an hour after after people. That was two hours more per day. Well, that's you know if you work a if you work a ten hour day, that's twenty percent more than than the other people in the in the group. So you know if you think about anything you've done in life, you know when you first started it, how much better were you than someone when you had three months more experience than them, who was now new trying that same thing. Well, at the end of a year, you have 
built up through those cumulative two hours, three months more experience. At the end of five years, you have an entire year more experience in those people. And so that does a couple of things in for you. The first is your ramp is steeper. The second is society likes hard workers. So, uh, you know, if, if you're the first one in, last one out, you get this kind of, they call it the halo effect where, you know, people, people think you're, you know, you're a hard worker. And so if you make mistakes, they give you the benefit of the doubt usually. Whereas if a guy's always late and he's making mistakes, now you're a problem person. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, you know, you get the benefit of that. And then, uh, you know, at the end of sort of five years, that sort of intro into your, your career, you've got an extra year on the other people in your, in your peer group. There's, there's very few people I would say who are like 20% better, like naturally gifted than, than people. That seems like a big, a big gap to me. Yeah, I think, I think like, you know, even science testing research kind of shows that. Like, you know, how many people are 20% more athletic than, than you know, so you know, as long as you, have, like you said, I mean, you have to have a baseline, right? Like, but yeah, but yeah, and and then what you just said is that, like, I think people get misconstrued this sometimes. They they think, well, if I work harder for uh, a couple of weeks or something, or a year, or even a year, like, but it's it's cumulative over. You said you said you used five years as an example, but like I know your career's been a lot longer than that. I mean, you've worked how long? You've you've been in. You went right out of school, and you were actually working on it before that. Like I know you did internships during school, and you already had a vision of where you wanted to go in in the finance investment world, like many years ago, and but. You know, that doesn't mean you knew you were going to get there, but you were already working toward that. So it was a many-year process. So you did these – you put in this extra work, and you still do. Like over – when we graduated in 2002 from Lehigh. Uh, so that's, you know, that's a lot of years. That's a lot of uh, accumulated more experience. And, and then that gap gets bigger. Uh, we, we talked about a quote that we both liked a little bit ago. The one I, I took – my example is from the Bible. It's like those, those that have will be given more. Those that don't have what they have will be taken away or some variation of that. And I think uh, you mentioned you liked that a little bit too. What, what – is that something – is that how you say that? Is that kind of how you yeah, think about that quote? I, I think that's the, that's the real-life expression of that. So if you, if you work hard and you – you know, let's just say you're moving at the exact same pace as – everybody else but you're putting in more time you end up further down the road and so then you get the promotion and then you're in meetings like working with more experienced people and seeing how they approach the problem if you're in athletics and you're getting started all of a sudden you're moving into the advanced class you're training with better partners the instructors are giving you more nuanced instruction you're getting better coaches and so it just pushes you further along and so they give you more as you you know as you as you get ahead a little bit then they start giving you more some of it is more responsibility but it's also better coaching better experience all the things that that uh you know help you make another leap to the next level as long as you maintain the same the same disciplines you know and don't be become content well and and that kind of like taking a step back from that uh, we were just mentioning uh, you got to speak to uh, our old wrestling team to Lehigh, and one of the things you were you were our our uh, who was our coach Pat Santoro wanted you to talk about you know some of the tough times early on and could, not not any specifics but could you talk about like the mentality of when you're starting out because I think that's that's where a lot of people get confused or, or people get confused or whatever it is disheartened because. You know, 
you, you can say this, and this sounds motivational, and Dan's kind of, you know, Dan comes from this place of success now, and he's saying this, but, but like, going back before that, what, what, what's the mentality when, you know, when you're not successful, when you're starting out, when you're in that, you know, you're, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, maybe not even as smart as these people. How do you, how do you, first of all, get the confidence to believe that you can succeed, and how do you, how do you make it through that stage to get that, to get to the next level, I guess? Yeah, so I think in starting out for me, like one of the, the things that I would encourage people to, to, to think about is some level of practicality. And I think this is a struggle coming out of, out of school or coming out of any kind of like, you know, formal education where you feel like they've taught you the tools, but you haven't really like used them in a practical way yet. And so, you know, I, I use the example of, you know, if you're a business major, when you're out having you know drinks with your friends and talking, in your mind and in your friend's mind, you're the CEO of the company. But when you get your first job, you're not the CEO of the company. In fact, you have none of the skills to to actually be that 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 CEO. You need to learn them. You have lots of compartments of knowledge, but you don't have sort of the practical, real world experience. So, be humble, and uh, you know, recognize that you might not get some of the most exciting tasks, but you will get necessary tasks. And you'll have opportunities to, to uh, you know, to learn along the way. And if you keep showing up, uh, you'll, you know, you'll, you'll get more opportunities. People change jobs. We used to call it the, the, the Wall Street promotion because it takes forever to hire a new person. So if someone senior to you quits, the work still has to get done. They start piling on you. Um, I was at a... Uh, a college graduation years ago listening to the to the speaker and they, they gave a kind of an, an example but I think it's pretty applicable to life um, you know hanging out around like a basketball court you know the older kids are playing every time the ball goes out of bounds you go get the ball and you bring it back yeah and uh, you know one day someone goes home early and they say hey kid you want to play and you get your shot but you got to show up every day you got to be enthusiastic and you got to go chase the ball sometimes but uh, you know, to have that that long-term vision and and just be obsessed with 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 gaining knowledge and picking your spots, when to you know to ask for more help, when to ask for more assignments, when to ask for you know people to share some knowledge with you. Well, that's another thing I think you've been really uh, that I you know is me following you and seeing, and I I try to learn from your example because. I think you're, I don't know if it's naturally, but maybe you could talk about this a little bit. I've always wondered how, like, I, I was, you know, we, we've been friends for a long time. I've been hanging out with you in some of the tough times, like when you're working all, you know, working all night and I see it. And But you, you've always maintained, like you said about the kid getting the ball, the enthusiasm, the the, the good naturedness, right? Like, I know for my part, I I'm, I haven't always been able to do that uh, maybe as well. And and where do you find that? Is that a natural trait? Do you think of yourself, or is is there a certain thought way that you think, a thought process that allows you to kind of maintain that uh, good natured enthusiasm for f- even even in the times when you know you're you're having these maybe humbling experiences or or your your you know things are hard or whatever whatever it is. Um, so I'm kind of thinking through this now, <laughs> as as you asked me. But I, I remember as a kid, um, I, I had some mentors who would, you know, I always was like, I want to get, you know, the next belt in martial arts, or like, you know, I want to do this. And it was, it was like there was a, a physical, like, r- there was a, there was a reward. There was something I was going for. 
and they would always emphasize the journey, the journey, the journey. And, uh, you know, to, to give a metaphor, they always say, you know, like the view on the top of the mountain is like what you're, you're hoping to see, what it looks like. But, but anyone who's ever gone on a hike, you know, you spend all day so excited about the, like getting to the peak, you get to the peak, you take 10 seconds up there, look at the view, and then it's like back down, what are we going to climb next? Yeah. And so t- I think like I've kind of approached life as like looking for, for the climb and kind of enjoying it, seeing the irony of like tough situations. The more you kind of go through, the more you realize you'll get through it. Sometimes it's kind of miserable, but you know it'll end and you, you, you figure it out. So, you know, what makes those situations easier is I, I generally just try to like you know, map out sort of like how buried am I? You know, what are the things <laughs> I have to get through to, to get to the top of the mountain and uh, or to get to through the hump? And, you know, sometimes it's as simple as, like, put, you know, Warren's coming to town on this date, and uh, I got to make sure these items are done before I, before he gets here so I can enjoy that. And you just start checking them off one, one by one. But having, a, you know, some, some destination where you, where you want to be, uh, a list of the obstacles in your way to, to get there, and, you know, you gain momentum. As you check off the, the obstacles, you, you start getting momentum the light becomes brighter you can see the top of the mountain in your in your view and you start picking up your pace has has there ever been a time like with i mean this might be a pretty personal question but has there ever been a time when you felt like you were so buried that you weren't sure you're gonna dig yourself out and you ever had a time like that in any you know whether it's wrestling or you know and and i I, we've been talking a lot about finance because dan's been you know exceptionally successful at that but uh i know dan's wrestling career was maybe we'll talk about that in another podcast but was kind of exceptional also in that you know he uh dan didn't start wrestling till ninth grade and he ended up being an eiwa champ so that's that's pretty unusual i think and uh but uh has there ever been a time in either in anything where you felt like that you were where, where it was taught like you almost felt like you were too buried and and, 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 and like and did you use that did you were you able to map it out and just just have hope that you were going to get through it well that's you know, that's ultimately where I sort of, I would say I developed the skill set to sort of map out the, the, the problem and map out the obstacles and sort of prior, prioritize them. And everyone works a little bit differently. Like if you have 15 things on a list, some people like to do like the hardest thing first and just say like, that one's like eating at me in the back of my mind. I got to get it out of the way. Some people need a score, get a couple wins on the board. You know, like let's check off three or four easy tasks that are just like, you know, and get some momentum going. And so, you know, when I'm speaking about this today, I'm speaking about it having been through those things, having been buried, having wanted to quit. You know, sometimes you do things that are detrimental to your own your own success, you know, because you just like want it want it to stop and you feel you feel pressured. But uh, you know, myself I like to, you know, itemize what what the things are some people can make a mental checklist i like to write them down i like to physically scratch them off you know and i like to get like a couple wins but it's it's like anything you know you're like i got a two-hour workout today or i've got you know i've got you know six live goes for some reason like the first one's hard you know the second one's hard and, and the fifth one you've got a ton of energy on because you know the sixth is right around the corner and it's like i just feel like life life kind of works works that way when you can see the light at the end of the tunnel when you know you've checked off the other rounds you're you, you start gaining gaining momentum so i try to 
I try to approach those those tough times in in, in that way, but don't don't do it perfectly, <laughs> or I I didn't like have tremendous setbacks, or I didn't walk away from things and and, and fail. It's just it's just through experience. I look back at the times I succeeded, and these are the things that helped me to to succeed. You know, you don't you don't tend to talk about like the 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 mistakes that didn't work for you as much. Yeah. Well, that's I we were gonna have to do another round of this because that was really cool. And uh, you know, some things that you know we talk we talk all the time and for many years. And there's I even a couple of things I, I wanted to ask you that I you know just got got to on the podcast here, but. Uh, um, another thing I want to touch on for the next the next round someday is uh, about writing. I think that was something I really took away from you. You, you said uh, uh, you you mentioned it there. You do a lot of writing, and that's I think that's a big uh, a thing that pe- a lot of people could do better. But um, we got to wrap this up because we're going to go out and uh, Dan's going to teach uh, teach a class here. So um, thanks for thanks for coming on, and uh, hopefully we'll we'll do it again soon. Thanks a lot, Warren, and thanks, guys. This is uh, this is awesome. Really, a pleasure to be a part of this. Uh, thanks, thanks, Pittsburgh. Thanks, Dr. Train Pitt. <laughs> <laughs>